Trusting the Truth with Samuel Tolley, where we view the world through the lens of Jesus Christ and never view Jesus Christ through the lens of the world, where God's truth supersedes the foolish ideas of man, where religion, politics, cultural ethics, and the issues of today are discussed, because that is where we live, where truth and honesty are not subjective, and God's word is the final arbiter. My twofold mission is to present an unapologetic witness of the gospel of Jesus Christ and to expose the mental chains imprisoning far too many black Americans by the Democrat Party. Well, good evening, everyone. This is Sam Tolley. And um, this evening, I'm going to be discussing one of the hardest subjects for me, but one that really needs to be talked about because there's so much that people don't know. Um, when it comes to Black death. Now, this is part two of demonic Democrat brain lock. And the reason why I call it brain lock is because many people, they just, they just go into a brain lock when you talk about things like this. But the Democrat Party loves these things. The Democrat Party loves the death of babies. And I know I got some Democrats, hopefully, that are watching. And they'll say, well, we don't believe in that. And I'm not talking about the individual. I'm talking about what the party stands for. But when I'm talking about black death, I'm not talking in abstract terms. I'm talking in real serious, substantive measures. So let me get going. One second. And I hope to bring you some information that, well, I know I'm gonna be bringing you information that's really significant for those that are willing to receive it. So let's start off my little short monogram, monologue. Those of us blessed with longevity have much to celebrate beyond long life. Youth is spent learning, growing, exploring, and navigating through the daily trials of raising a family and making a living. We have already scaled those mountains, perched above the pass. Our struggles, failures, and successes have given us what youth cannot, and that's perspective. A perspective seasoned by time, experience, and a bird's eye view of our changing culture presents us with an opportunity to share insights the less aged are capable of doing. Those of us old enough to know should tell others what we know. It should not be left uh, to less than honest historians or uh, paid workers masquerading as journalists to frame for posterity the issues of our time. Each of us should leave a witness based on truth which cannot be denied, camouflaged, 
were concealed from our children or the world. I mean, if enough of us gave out information that they can't shadow or miscolor, then maybe they won't try to do it. Until my mid-30s, I was consumed with the belief that not only was the Democrat Party the best option for Black America, it was the only option. Yet I found myself increasingly conflicted between the party and my faith in God. The deeper I sought to understand and please God, the more I became conflicted with the goals of the Democrat Party. Once I decided to follow the dictates of Jesus, according to Luke 9 and 23, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny himself themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. It became apparent to me that the interest of the Democrat Party was in direct opposition to the interests of God. I had to make a choice. I could follow the path down the wide road or follow Christ through the narrow gate. I chose the narrow gate and never looked back. Today's Democrat Party speaks very little about how much they care about Black Americans. Growing up, that, that was their constant mantra. They were always saying, well, you know, we love Blacks and we take care of them. We're going to protect them from them racist Republicans. These days, they use misdirection. They never cease talking about how racist the Republican Party is. And the new talking points are systemic racism and a lack of equity. They forgot all about um, being judged by the content of your character and just having equal opportunities for everybody. Now it's supposedly is equity they're interested in. But is that true? Is equity in all things they're really striving to obtain? Is that the case? Is their call for systemic racism warranted? I say they're looking in the mirror and speaking about themselves. Everyone should be able to understand this singular truth. Without life, nothing else matters. The dead cannot enjoy the fruit of life, nor participate in life struggles. And the Democrat Party is dedicated to the destruction of the unborn in general and black babies in particular. I mean, this is historically, you know, if this was about the history of it, I would get into Margaret Sanger and all this other stuff, but that's not what this is about today. This is about showing you a snapshot of ongoing black genocide in real time. So the information I'm about to share is available online for everyone to review themselves. You can go to uh, the New York City website and look for the yearly summary of vital statistics. I looked at statistics from the year 2000 through 2019. 2019 is the most recent year they have uploaded. And I went through the whole thing. Well, the whole thing pertaining to life, um, as far as births, abortions, and looked at their population statistics. And once you see these figures, if, if there's a shred of decency in you, if there's a shred of humanity and, and care about the unborn, 
you'll be shocked. So I invite everybody to look it up for themselves. But before I show this information, I need to make a framework here for you to understand something. You know, there was this fellow named Yosef Stalin. Many people don't know who it is. Many people, if they listen to me, will know who he is. But he was uh, the second leader of the Soviet Union after they had the Russian Revolution. First, there was Vladimir. Uh, Wow, my brain is going dead. Lenin. And then when Lenin died, Stalin took over. And Stalin had this famous quote. Look at this. Stalin said, a single death is a tragedy. A million deaths is a statistic. Now think about that. People might say, well, <coughs> no, I mean, a million deaths is a tragedy. That's awful. But many of these folks that are evil don't stay in power a long time because they're just virtually stupid. This guy was in power until the time he died. And he understand how to manipulate the mind of human beings. So when you're doing mass murder on a constant level and people can get used to it. I mean, the Germans got used to killing people and they, and they didn't just start off killing Jews. They started off killing Germans who were mentally ill or mentally deformed. They worked their way up to the slaughter of the 6 million Jews. So Joseph Stalin, when he said a single death is a tragedy, but a million deaths is a statistic, I'm going to prove to you here recently how that's a fact. I'm going to show you another picture. Hold your horses. Here's a picture of George Floyd. Now, George Floyd was not an outstanding citizen of the United States, but George Floyd was murdered by a cop in Minneapolis. We had riots all over the country and they've erected statues for George Floyd. They've uh, did all kinds of memorials for George Floyd. And frankly, I, I try to talk to people and try to put George Floyd in context with what's going on in life. And I got people that just got upset with me. But if you look at George Floyd on my picture, off of his right shoulder is a baby that's crying and it's like fading away. And this baby is representative of black babies in America. I got this baby representative of black babies murdered or killed as they were. You know, according to uh, the number of abortion.com, which has an ongoing abortion clock. You can go on there right now. Number of abortion.com, there, there's a, an abortion clock based on the statistics they get from the Guttmacher uh, Institute. And the Guttmacher Institute is an offshoot or, or they're affiliated or were affiliated with Planned Parenthood. 
So these stats, according to it, since 1973, there were 19,300,295 black babies aborted in the United States. There's no outcry for that. There were no race riots for that. There were no people marching up and down the street for these babies that's been butchered in the womb. Nothing. I mean, you know, you could talk about abortions until the cows come home. And there's nothing. They say, according to this, there was 877,871 abortions this year in America. And um, if we want to talk about the United States since Roe v. Wade, they're saying that 64,337,653 abortions in America since then. Now, um, like I said, there is no outcry for this. None. Did you know what? Looking at this abortion clock is giving me an idea to do a real time uh, look at something. Hold on. Six four three three seven six five four total versus one nine three zero oh, one two nine six part. Um, hold on a second, people. I'm 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 operating at real time six five four trying to figure something out here one nine three oh one two nine six part according to this abortion clock based on a statistic they just gave us they're saying thirty percent of the abortions since nineteen seventy three in the United States were black babies. Now, I've heard statistics where it runs around 35% for the whole nation. But blacks only make up about 16% or, excuse me, I believe about 13% of the population. I've said these things before. People have heard these things before. What I want to do right now is I want to show you real hardcore information from one city, New York City. This is the documentation from the place, New York City itself, from statistics for the 19 years. Excuse me. Let's get started. Okay. This first chart indicates all abortions in New York City from the year 2000 to the year 2019. So we're talking about 1,559,758 abortions total. Whites, Hispanics, Blacks, um, Pacific Asian, I believe, are Pacific Islanders. Those are the four categories that New York City lists. And in those categories, the largest population base are white Americans. The second uh, 
largest population base are the Hispanics. And blacks come in third. So here we have where the stats show that an average of 44% through that whole time period of babies that were aborted in New York City were black, almost half. Almost blacks, like I said, they make about, they're, they're average around 25% of the population. That's a high number. Actually in 2000, it was 24.5. And in 2019, the number was like 21.5. So if we just average it out as 25%, the abortion rate is almost half. Now, that's an astonishing figure for a demographic that is not even the top number of people. And something that you may not know is that the largest provider of abortions in the United States, Planned Parenthood, their headquarters is in New York City. The headquarters. And most abortions, they're located, abortion areas, where they, where they place these places. They put them in minority neighborhoods. They put them where they're readily um, accessible to minorities, and they encourage minorities to have abortions. You know, Planned Parenthood, they are so in tune with killing babies. They offer this shirt for people. Abortion is health care. How is abortion health care? How is killing the unborn anything other than murder? But Planned Parenthood, like I said, they use misdirection. There, there's misdirection um, that is fair to us. So, and that's just not Planned Parenthood. We, the government's talking about this is woman's health care, this is woman's rights, you know. And, and when I see the Democratic Party, they don't talk about how much they love black people anymore. They talk about, they continue with the racist thing about Republicans. They, they, they're racist, they're going to destroy you. Matter of fact, when the economy was going so bad, they're arguing, I mean, under Joe Biden, their argument point was, yeah, but if you hire a Republican, it's going to get worse. Even though, even though the economy was much better, much, much better under um, Donald Trump. Matter of fact, we had the highest employment in my lifetime. And I'm 70. I think it was historically. We had high employment through all demographics of people. We had the lowest minority unemployment in history, but the, the media won't talk about it. And, but anyway, this is not a podcast or about that. I wanna talk about, like I said, this genocide and the evidence that I'm bringing to support it. 
like I said, this first slide, which I'll bring back for a second, <clears throat> this is just the first one. Like I said, this is um, blacks made up 44% of an average. Now, if you look at 2008, excuse me, from the highest point actually was a 2000 as far as this overall total um, listing from 2000 to 2012, it was almost half at 48%, you know, went down slightly, then it increased. But these stats, these stats aren't that significant. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm talking about compared to the other stats that I have to show you, but when the Democrats, like I said, they're talking about equity and systemic racism. What kind of equity are you talking about when it comes to killing the unborn? Let me show you another stat. And this one is just the difference between white abortions and black abortions. And remember, whites are the largest demographics in New York City. They're like around 35% or 34%. So we'll go from, let's look, let's look at this one. Let's peer through this one real quick. From you go down to 2000, 2019, there were 186,286 white abortions. Of course, you can see from the last stat, the blacks don't change. 688,925. This comes to almost 80%. 80, 79% is the average. The high, 2000 and 2001, and uh, excuse me, the high was 2002 with 82%. Where's the equity in that? If there's so much in the equity and not genocide, these people need to show where their hands are. They're claiming that they're for us. And anytime you get black people or white people standing up talking against abortion, they yell and scream and talk about this is woman's health care and we're all for that and this is a woman's right and this was good. But Planned Parenthood and these other providers, they're killing black babies more. The stats are right there. This is horrible. But it's not the worst stat. It's not the worst one at all. And the worst one, I can't blame just on Planned Parenthood or liberal white folks. The worst one, I have to blame on black folks, black Americans, because it's up to us to ensure that our children live. It's up to us to ensure that we're not exterminated. You know, it's not just abortion that's killing black folks right now. We got the gang on gang violence that no one talks about either. They never talk about that. I remember when they had those race war, I mean, those riots because of George Floyd 
and watching this CNN reporter standing in front of a burning building talking about, well, this is a mostly peaceful uh, demonstration. Well, these folks are running around robbing, you know, looting places and burning places down because civility has been lost in most of our black communities because we've turned to a godless society instead of a society that, that believes in God, that cares about what God says and his word. So killing the babies is nothing. And they've trained us to accept the millions of death as a statistic. We can get upset every now and then when some white cop, preferably a white cop, kills a black person, preferably an unarmed black person. That we're allowed to get upset. That we, you know, is the tragedy. Not the millions of babies that are constantly killed. Not the Joseph Stalin uh, stuff. We don't get that. We're not supposed to get upset about stuff like that. You know, the single death is the one we're supposed to get excited about. But the tragedy, the tragedy of billions of babies being killed in the womb constantly, that's not to be dealt with. Now, let me show you the worst uh, chart that I have. I have one more after that, but it's not good either. But this is this is about the worst one. This chart is showing potential black lives versus abortions. And let's look at this one more in depth. So here we are from 2000 to 2019. There were 531,166 black births and 688,925 black abortions. It doesn't take a brain scientist to see right there that for that 19-year period, there were more black abortions than black births. You know, the interesting thing, there's, there's many interesting things in this statistic pile. We got a percentage over there in the right-hand corner where the, like I said, the average is 56%. The highest um, deaths were in 2008 and in 2009. That's not all. When you look at this chart on the left-hand side under the green column, Starting in 2000, each and every year, except for 2006 and 2007, there were less births than the prior year. 2006 and 7, there was an uptick. 
Then going back to down to 2008, all the way down to 2019, each year there were less births. Starting from in 2000, where there were 32,879 births, ending in 2019, where there were 20,053. That's genocide. I mean, they've already established, we've already established that we're killing more babies than were born during that 19 year period, but they're having less babies too. Now, the whites and the Hispanics, they're fluctuated. Some years they might have less births, some years they'd have more. Back and forth, back and forth. But not the blacks. Every year, there were less births than the year before. Interestingly, the years 2017, 18, and 19, we had more births than abortion. Another thing that's interesting about that, which I didn't even think about until it was brought to my attention, those were Trump years. Trump the one they call a racist, the one they claim hates black people, you know, those are Trump years. <laughs> Isn't that something? The years where we had the greatest um, employment, the, the greatest economy for minorities ever in New York City is the same years we had more births and deaths. And they just got through suing Trump in New York City for something about his business. You know, the, the I forgot the name, the woman's name, the attorney general, she ran on the premise of getting Trump in New York City. You know, it, it, it's interesting. So here we are from 2000 to 2019, we have less births each and every year, except for those two year periods. And overall, we've, we've been killing more of our own babies. We have failed for the line about uh, birth control, about smaller families. Apparently the Hispanics haven't, but blacks have. Now, That's horrible. It gets worse. It gets worse. Like I said, in 2000, whites made up 34.98% of the population. Hispanics made up 26.98% and blacks made up 24.5% percent about 25 percent so we're about half the populations excuse me about a quarter of the population but we're doing getting the majority of the percentage wise of the death actually then in 2019 the tail end of these demographics whites 
dropped slightly down to 32.17%. Hispanics increased by to 29.7 and blacks down 21.98 here is the last horrific thing From 2009, excuse me, from 2000 to 2019, more black abortions in New York City than any other race each and every year. Every year, every year, from 2000 on down, blacks were third largest, whites, Hispanics, blacks. But every year, even when the numbers of abortions were, were going down, maybe they didn't have enough folks to kill anymore. Blacks were still the majority of victims. Why is that? Why is that? Why are we allowing them to destroy our prodigy, our children, our future? You, you know, we, we have this this push for transgenderism, this push for homosexuality, this 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 push for all this uh, these vile, ungodly things in our society, and then we have this this attitude uh, in our government of offering legalized drugs, and I say. An anesthetized society is a compliant society. If you have people drifting off into mental oblivion, you can slide in there whatever you want. And while they're killing off our kids, they're bringing in all these illegals who will work for less than half of what we were used to, to take our place, take our kids' place. And we're sitting around here voting for folks that's willing to do that. Why? Why are we subjecting ourselves to self-genocide? Because we got a demonic Democrat brain lock, many of us. We have forgot our responsibility to God and our fellow man. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. We forgot that. He said, go into all the world, make disciples. We forgot that. We fell, fell for some weird 21st century or 20th century theology that says, say a little prayer and I'm saved and I don't have to worry about nothing else. That's not Bible. That is not what the Lord has instructed us. And we've put ourselves in one real nasty place. We need to remember what he says. You know, in 1 Peter 4 and 18, it says, and if the righteous is scarcely saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? 
if the righteous is scarcely saved? You know, this attitude that we don't have a responsibility to God, that there's nothing for us to do. It's not, it doesn't line up with scripture. And Luke 9, 23 and 24 says, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake, save it. How can we follow him and let them just destroy our babies in the womb? The most innocent. How can we get upset when, when, when a criminal is murdered and anybody, and if anybody's murdered by the police, we should be upset, but we're not upset when babies are being butchered in the womb, when more of us are being exterminated than are being born. When there's over 12,000 less of us that were born in New York city in 2019 than were born in New York city in 2000. Why, why doesn't that upset us? Because of this demonic Democrat brain lie. We, we've, we've put God in a box over here and we put the political party in a box over here and we say, thank you, Lord, and we praise you and, and we love you and we know you're going to mm -hmm. see us through. And then the Democrats say, vote for this. We do it. Vote for this guy. We do it. Well, you know, uh, I, I got to do it because that's what's best for my people. I haven't seen anything they do is best for us. And there, and the real clincher is this: even if they offer stuff that seems to be best for us, if God said don't accept it, well, why would you? Do you think that, uh, what, David went to Bathsheba because he didn't think that she was best for him? I mean, we're supposed to, we're supposed to obey God. It's as simple as that. It's not, it's not brain science, people. It's very simple stuff. And if we really love him, we should love our children. But if we're so cold and callous, that the unborn means nothing to us no more, and we won't stand up and 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 and, and march and demand that our leaders uh, stop it. What good are we? We're just talking about salt and light. If we're just throwing the dung, it ain't good for nothing. I hope. I pray that somebody takes the time and go through these numbers and you look at it and think about it and think about your responsibility to your race, to your God, to your own self-respect, particularly if you call yourself a black man and you love black people. I hate hearing folks talk about how much they're 
for black folks and won't say a word when genocide is going on going. Won't lift a finger, won't do anything. And what I end up getting mostly from folks like that, particularly if I present evidence that they can't refute, silence. I get silence. It's like I'm talking to the walls or something. And it's not that I'm that important. It's not that I'm that significant. But these same people tell me that they love the Lord Jesus Christ with all their heart and all their soul and all their mind and all their strength. And I just can't figure out how can you love him with all that and do nothing? That's my problem. I don't understand it. Because the day is going to come where we're going to have to all stand in front of the judgment seat of God. All of us. You know, some of us are going to find ourselves in the white throne judgment and say, dang, how did I get here? But Jesus said, many, there are going to be many folks who say, Lord, Lord, didn't we do this? Didn't we do that? And he's going to say, I never knew you. What, what, what's, what could be more devastating than that? To spend whatever years God has given you playing Christianity, a sino, Christian in name only. What could be more devastating than that? And for the Lord to tell you, I never knew you. I don't want to take that chance. I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm not going to be perfect. I know um, I got my warts like everybody else. But I'm not going to play and I'm not going to pretend and I'm not going to not speak out about what I believe God has told me to speak out and what is right. I don't care about what political party. It could be Democratic, be Republican. I don't care because none of them jokers is going to stand in, as a, my, counsel, my counsel when I have to stand before God. If God takes me home tonight, none of them are going to be there to help me. So, you know, I, I, I don't care. When I look at this stat that says more black babies were aborted in New York City for, the, for that 19-year period than anybody else, not one time there were more Hispanics aborted, not one time there were more white babies aborted. When I look at the other stat that said from 2000 all the way down to 2019, every year there were less black babies born except for the two years I stated. It pains me. And this is just New York City. What about Chicago? What about Los Angeles? What about Houston? What about Miami? I don't know. New York made their, their stuff easy to get to. <coughs> I don't know about these other cities. 
I know that California is about the most liberal place in the world. But I, I thank God that the folks in New York City made the stuff so easy, the information so easily accessible. Because we have that witness. We have that information. There is no excuse. No one can say that they don't know if they want to know. If anybody watches this or listens to it, <coughs> excuse me, they can't say, I, I, I tried to get that information unless, it's, unless the city shuts it down. But I checked with it periodically. I started back in 2016. I got information from 2000, 2015. And I periodically, a few years, do it again. Update the stats. See where they're at. But when I talk to Black people, black Democrats, they usually don't want to hear this stuff. But the beauty of this is this. This testimony is out there. The Lord sees it, and he's my number one most important person that I want to know that I put it out there. And the second most important, folks, is whoever he shows it to whoever he inspires to look at it now think about it and maybe just maybe a spark will arise there will be some black folks that will say we've had enough we, this this can't stand maybe they'll say i gotta leave the democrat party and i gotta stand up and say this is evil I'm not talking about going to the Republican Party. I'm talking about standing up against evil. You know, maybe some people will finally say, you know what? I don't know what, what, what I'm going to do, but I'm going to serve God. I'm going to try to serve him with all my heart, soul, mind, strength. And I'm going to try to stop getting these babies killed. If I really care about these babies, and I care about these babies. That's what I'm hoping to happen. That's what my prayer is. So, until the next time, I hope it's a better time than this. This is Sam Tolley, and I'm out.